Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. With the left lane getting by. And last hour, we had police action westbound through Falls Church, blocking the right side near Sycamore Street at last check. Traffic was getting by in the single lane left. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on new windows. Visit windownation.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. The forecast, 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. A little wet here early this morning. We still have some isolated to scattered rain showers around the area. And from time to time, you may even notice a few snowflakes mixing in with no impacts to area roads. There could be some high elevation accumulation well west of I-81. Otherwise, we're just dealing with cold morning here in the 30s and again damp. We'll see this event uh, end by 8 o'clock this morning and skies will start clearing as we turn partly sunny. Temperatures will push into the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg, 38 degrees, 40 in Arlington, 40 in Lanham. It is 39 in Friendship Heights at 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up... We have an update on the FBI agent carjacked at gunpoint. I'm Cheyenne Curran. More details emerging about that deadly explosion at a house in Arlington Monday night. The strange reputation of the house that exploded. No one ever saw anyone go in or out. I'm Nick Ainelli. What improvements could be coming to make these roads safer for pedestrians in Maryland? In Hyattsville, I'm John Doman. A Montgomery County man arrested for a string of burglaries. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Terrorists may attack targets in the U.S. in retaliation for America's support of Israel in its war against Hamas. FBI Director Christopher Wray before a Senate committee. If you just look post-October 7th, and, and I thought the threat was elevated before October 7th, but post-October 7th, you've seen a, a veritable rogues gallery of foreign terrorist organizations calling for attacks against us. Israeli forces have entered southern Gaza's largest city in a hunt for leaders of Hamas. CBS's Chris Livesey is monitoring from Jerusalem. Israeli forces say they are now in the heart of Khan Yunis, the city they believe to host many Hamas leaders, as well as hundreds of thousands of Palestinians now left with vanishing options for safety. Rushed to the hospital, these sisters breathe fresh air for the first time after being plucked from beneath the rubble after four days. I want my mom, says Lana Abu Safi. Some university presidents got a grilling on Capitol Hill today for allowing anti-Semitic speakers on their campuses. Sally Kornbluth of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology said colleges don't censor speech. Our campus actions to date have protected student safety, minimized disruptions to campus activities, and protected the right to free expression. Young voters, younger voters, that is, could help determine who's the next president. But CBS News correspondent Matt Piper says it appears they're less likely to actually vote. The Harvard poll finds that 49% of Americans under 30 say they're likely to vote. That's down from 57% from the last election. 
but polling director John Delavope says this drop in youth enthusiasm does not seem to hurt President Biden in a two-way race with Donald Trump. Among all young people or registered voters or even the more likely voters, he has solid double-digit leads. Thousands of protesters have been walking out of their lecture halls this week in rolling protests at four campuses of California State University. KCBS radio reporter Matt Bigler says it's part of a campaign for higher salaries for all faculty. Political science professor James Martell says between the high cost of living and rising inflation, many of his colleagues can barely make ends meet. One of our demands is to raise the minimum salary of a lecturer up by $10,000 because it's literally unaffordable. And a lot of them, I think, are homeless, actually. The rolling one-day strike will likely shut down four CSU campuses this week. Members of the Film and Television Actors uh, Union have ratified the contract agreement their members reached with studios. About 38% of members voted approving the contract, 78% to 22%. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 103 on Wednesday morning, December 6, 2023. 39 degrees, maybe if Lake mixed in with the showers just for fun, lows in the 30s. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. We are learning this morning that a 17-year-old has been arrested for carjacking an FBI agent last month in D.C., we now have more information about the attack as well from WTOP Cheyenne Corinne. Devontae Lynch is being charged as an adult for carjacking a woman FBI agent on November 29th. According to court documents, the victim says she parked and exited her vehicle in the 100 block of 12th Street Northeast when two men knocked her to the ground. She then reports becoming disoriented and seeing a man pointing a gun at her while she laid on her back. The suspects then demanded her keys, phone, and drove away in her car. About 15 minutes later, the car was found less than a mile from where it was taken. Lynch was arrested at his home on Monday and is being held without bond. Police are continuing to look for the second person involved. Cheyenne Current, WTOP News. It's 104 and now to Northern Virginia and more details coming out about what took place inside an Arlington home moments before it exploded Monday night. That duplex on North Burlington Street blew up around 8.30 after a nearly four-hour standoff between police and the man inside. Based on the preliminary investigation of this incident, we believe that the resident of the home, James Yu, 56, of Arlington, is the involved suspect. The Orange County Police Department does not have prior documented interactions with the suspect at this address other than two calls for service for loud noise over the past couple years. That's Arlington County Police Chief Andy Penn. Police say you is believed to be dead. The standoff started just before 5 Monday afternoon after police say you fired more than 30 flares from his window in the Bluemont neighborhood. Police say officers eventually broke down the front door and that's when you started shooting a gun. Officers deployed what police call non-flammable chemical munitions, and a short time later, the house exploded. Several Arlington County police officers were hurt. 
with minor injuries. Police and federal agencies investigating what led up to that explosion. Meanwhile, neighbors in Arlington telling WTOP's Nick Ionelli that something always seemed off about the house on North Burlington Street. The house that exploded had a strange reputation, says Melissa Hernandez, who lives right down the street. It was always the house that, you know, no one ever saw anyone go in or out. And she says the windows were always covered with paper. It was just white um, paper, like butcher's paper almost, um, over all the windows, all the doors, and then a no trespassing sign. Um, And where was the no trespassing sign? It was in the front yard. Arlington County police say they don't know much about the man who lived there, James Yu, only that neighbors had called police a couple of times in recent years complaining about too much noise at Yu's house. Yu had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media, and the FBI says Yu contacted the agency numerous times through phone calls, online tips, and letters, claiming that he was the victim of fraud. In Arlington, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 106. Maryland is on its way to passing more than six. 600 fatalities on the roads this year. With pedestrian fatalities up as well, the state is announcing the first roads where new safety action plans will be implemented. We've already seen more pedestrian and bicyclists killed in crashes this year compared to last year. And on a visit to Hyattsville, MDOT Assistant Secretary for Planning and Project Development Joe McAndrews said a stretch of east-west highway in Hyattsville in New Hampshire Avenue from Adelphi into Langley Park will be among the first corridors in the state to see improvements that aim to improve pedestrian safety. What's on the table? Speed reduction, lane width reduction, uh, ADA ramp upgrades, no turn on reds. Joe Mogus is the Senior Safety Officer at Maryland State Highway. Design work will begin soon the first project that should be complete should be along New Hampshire Avenue. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. There are pledges to get aggressive when it comes to Montgomery County's economic climate. So what's the occasion? It's new leadership on the Montgomery County Council. The 11-member council elected Andrew Friedson as the new council president. In the coming weeks, I'll be announcing some key first steps that will show our commitment to a bold new economic development vision. Council member Kate Stewart will serve as vice president. She is looking forward to working with Friedson. Stewart said even Stewart said she even enjoyed times when they disagreed on the council. Because I have always found you to be a fair and honest broker who really respects people and their viewpoints. Friedson and Stewart were voted in with 10 votes cast. Council member Sidney Katz was absent from the session. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather in money news, fewer job opportunities weighing the market down. It is 108. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rick McClure the traffic center. All right, Ian, no issues on the Beltway at the moment. Still quiet through Maryland and Virginia, even with the crews working on the inner loop of the Legion Bridge taking the left lane. Route 50 headed west toward Mitchellville. The crash near Freeway Airport, that was clear from the right side. To the Bay Bridge with work closing the eastbound span, causing two-way traffic along the westbound side. No delay across. Through Hanover, long-term work zone along the eastbound side of Route 100 at Coca-Cola Drive. Still going on, blocking the left lane. Virginia side, 66, three work zones set inside the Beltway through Arlington. Not much of a delay going through along both sides of Route 29, Roslyn, with the right lane getting by on the eastbound end and the left lane getting by on the westbound side before uh, Route 29. There's also a work zone set up east after Route 29, Washington Boulevard, with the left lane getting by. Police action uh, headed west to Falls Church last hour. It was blocking the right side of the roadway near Sycamore Street. We're going to check on that at last check uh, uh, a, a traffic was getting by in the, a single left lane. 395 North, the work was after Etzel Road with the right lane getting by. I-95, 
Work zone set up two southbound before the Dale City exit 156, blocking the left lane, the other before Quantico with the left lane getting by. And don't forget that northbound ramp from Route 17 to northbound I-95 shut down with the work zone. Watch for posted detours. Get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies and unscheduled overtime when you share the ride to work. Get started at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. The forecast, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. A few isolated to scattered rain showers here early this morning. There may be a few wet snowflakes mixing in, albeit melting on the way down. Any accumulation with snow would be in the higher elevations just along and west of I-81. Temperatures here early this morning will be starting out in the 30s. We'll top out in the mid-40s for the afternoon with partly sunny skies. Dry for Thursday, also a to about 45 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 39 in Reston. It's 40 in Bethesda. 42 along the National Mall brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, papers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour with Larry Kosky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Another nervous day could be on tap for Wall Street amid signs that the job market is cooling. The government yesterday said the number of advertised jobs fell in October to the lowest level since March 2021. ADP will have its monthly reading on private sector employment later today as part of the buildup to the Labor Department's November jobs report due Friday. The market is coming off a mostly lower session with only the Nasdaq closing modestly higher. GM is putting an end to the pandemic-era flexible work policy called Work Appropriately. Starting early next month, the automaker is requiring workers to return to the office on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. With sales of its razors in a slump, Gillette is turning to head shaving for a boost. The company is testing a $45 head shaving kit under the Baldly brand. It is available in limited quantities and only online. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. It has been a good Wednesday so far on the Asia-Pacific markets, but no better than Tokyo right now where the Nikkei had almost 2%. And coming up on WTOP, IRS whistleblowers testified before Congress in the Hunter Biden affair. What they had to say is coming up. It's 112. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients, doctors, advocates, fundraisers. Collectively, our smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. It's 113. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. 
American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. The WTOP December Charity of the Month is Beacon House. For over 30 years, Beacon House has provided high-quality after-school programming in Northeast Washington, D.C.'s Edgewood neighborhood. Beacon House has helped hundreds of children graduate from high school with a plan for their future. As a black-led, black-serving organization, Beacon House is now an integral part of the Ward 5 community's social fabric, and it is recognized as a critical nonprofit by Spur Local. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. Still to come. The Smith Center hosts an overtime thriller between local schools and how the Nationals won the MLB draft lottery but won't pick first overall. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. By now, you know that Vehicles for Change is the best place to donate your car. You maximize your tax deduction and your car may be provided to a local family so they can get a job and their children after school activities. And your car will be part of our training program for formerly incarcerated individuals. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Now is the best time to make that donation. You will make this a wonderful holiday for a worthy family and maximize your tax deduction. Donate your car at vehiclesforchange.org. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 115 Wednesday morning with Ian Crawford. Glad we could get together. Two men who have claimed the Justice Department intervened and limited a tax investigation into President Biden's son Hunter back on Capitol Hill Monday, testifying before a committee investigating the matter. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge joined us on why the IRS whistleblowers were back on the Hill. The two whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler. Joseph Ziegler was case agent who did the legwork in the Hunter Biden probe are back on Capitol Hill in a closed session. Republican lawmakers with the House Ways and Means Committee as well as Oversight and Judiciary want additional documents from them, what they call 6103 material, and some context on the testimony and the records that they've provided. 6103 material is highly sensitive. It has to do with individual tax information, and any leak of that information or unauthorized disclosure can result in criminal charges. Well, is there any idea, though, how quickly this testimony will be made public? The reporting I'm receiving is somewhat mixed. Lawmakers on the Republican side are trying to get more detail about their central allegations that the Justice Department probe of Hunter Biden, there was preferential treatment and that any potential leads that might have led to the president were thwarted by prosecutors. Democrats have a very different view that they think Hunter Biden's been singled out because he is Joe Biden's son. We could see these records, though, released as quickly as 24 hours. This is an executive session and they have sort of special power. They can vote to release the records and the transcripts almost immediately. Catherine, Hunter Biden's legal team is asking a Delaware court for the right to issue subpoenas to former President Trump and others. And now the special counsel, David Weiss, is responding. What are you learning there? 
Well, in recent weeks, Hunter Biden's legal team asked the Delaware court, that's where he's charged with these felony gun offenses, if they could issue subpoenas for former President Trump, his attorney general, Bill Barr, and others. Their argument is that this was a selective prosecution and that it was politically driven. And what's interesting here is the Justice Department has responded and the special counsel that they just don't see evidence of that, that this prosecution is entitled to the presumption of regularity. That's a legal term. And what it simply means is that things are being done in a standard and by the book way. And they point out that all of the charges and potential charges in the future that are been brought or will be brought are being done not under the Republican administration of Donald Trump, but actually under his father's administration. So for now, they're making the argument that the subpoenas are are really not substantiated. That is CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The man who died in that home explosion in Arlington has identified police. He had had some interactions with the FBI. Congress grills a handful of university presidents on their efforts to counter anti-Semitism amid the Israel-Hamas war. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rick McClure of the Traffic Center. Not that bad on your uh, early Wednesday morning um, through the district. Uh, no issues reported on I-395, the 695 portions of the freeway. Still quiet on the 295s, and you're still good on the D.C. side of the Sultan Parkway. So it's pretty much a quiet morning so far. I said over to Virginia, I-95, two work zones set along the southbound side. Work zone set southbound before the Dale City exit 156, blocking the left lane another Set up westbound, or I'm sorry, southbound before Quantico with the uh, left lane getting by. And that northbound ramp from Route 17 to northbound I-95 is shut down. Watch for posted detours. I-395, the work after Etzel Road, had the right lane getting by. 66, we have a few work zones set inside the Beltway through Arlington at Route 29, Roslyn, with the right lane getting by on the eastbound side and the left lane getting by west. There's also a work zone set up east after Route 29 Washington Boulevard with the left lane getting by. And we're checking for some police activity that happened last hour westbound through Falls Church. At last check was blocking the right side of the roadway near Sycamore Street. And also at last check, traffic was getting by in a single lane left. That may have changed. So we're going to check on that in our next report. Set over to uh, Maryland, uh, Route 50 headed west toward Mitchellville. The crash near Freeway Airport was cleared last report from the right side. To the Bay Bridge, work still closes the eastbound span, causing two-way traffic along the westbound side. And the Beltway, the only issue, if you want to call it that, a work zone. Crews working on the interloop on the Legion Bridge. And last check, we were taking the left lane. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. The forecast, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Early morning dampness with a few rain showers and even a few wet snowflakes mixing in. I do expect this uh, to come to an end by around 7, 8 o'clock this morning, so right around sunrise. Now, we are going to see skies clear. We're going to turn partly sunny later today with temperatures pushing into the mid-40s. Right now, though, you got to deal with the chill. We're in the 30s. We do another repeat with temperatures similar for Thursday, topping out at about 45 degrees with dry conditions, dry for Friday, but wow, it's going to be mild, close to 60 degrees, close to 62 on Saturday with partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 already in Sterling. It's 43 in Oxon Hill, 42 at the wharf on the Southwest Waterfront. It's all brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, how much does it cost to rename a high school? 
It's 121. There was this one time I went snorkeling in the Caribbean when I was a kid. It really just blew my mind. We saw the most beautiful corals. I remember thinking they were waving at us as they moved with the ocean. And then there were all these amazing fish. I'll never forget it. It completely changed the way I look at the ocean. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. It's one. The following is a public service announcement. For our soldiers fighting overseas in public safety, it can be tough to stay focused when they know their families may be struggling. Eagle Swatch wants to help lighten the load, and you can help by donating a gift card of any amount. We'll make sure they go to military and public safety families who are in need. Please mail your gift cards or donations to Eagle Swatch Foundation, 200 Lawyers Road, number 256, Vienna, Virginia, 22183, or go to Foundation.org and click on the gift cards for the home front link. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 123. Pedestrians and cyclists using the Rhode Island Avenue Trolley Trail in Hyattsville now have a safer way to get from point A to point B. This choice that she made to ride her bike should not be a life or death choice. While reflecting on the death of his wife, Sarah, hit and killed while riding her bike in Bethesda last year, Dan Langenkamp celebrates the completion of the half-mile extension in Hyattsville. What we're involved in is a revolution, really. It's a complete revisioning of the way our society moves people back and forth to their jobs and to their shopping, to their schools. The extension will connect the trail to paths along the northwest branch of the Anacostia River, which leads to Montgomery County and D.C., Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. We are learning how much it could cost to rename W.T. Woodson High School in Fairfax County. Chief Financial Officer Lee Burton told the school board this week her office is estimating the change will cost around $100,000. Historically, renaming costs have typically been about 300000 but many items at Woodson just say Woodson, so those items will not be have to be replaced. Uh, if the plan's approved, things like uh, equipment, uniform replacements, things like that will be paid for under grant funding and using extra money the county gets from sales tax revenue. The school board voted to change the name to Carter G. Woodson High School last month. Historical documents revealed the previous name, St. Wilbert Tucker Woodson, opposed desegregation. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Rob Woodfork. The best game of the local college basketball slate was in Foggy Bottom, where Navy was a double-digit underdog at George Washington, but he raced a 12-point deficit to force overtime, and it was the Revs who finished the job. Bishop will drive. Oh, the glass! 
Butler. What a spectacular shot by James Bishop the fourth. Are you kidding me? Byron Kerr with a call on Monumental Network. GW a 79-77 winner to stay undefeated at home and keep the midshipmen winless on the road. In addition,